Alrighty, Wiz. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, and uh, hopefully everybody's looking forward to this one. Uh, you had an incredible week last week where, uh, if I'm not mistaken, on games, uh, all four games you got right out of your six player props. The only one you got wrong was uh, on a player who got injured, so a stellar, stellar week. Uh, you're having a great season, 16-6. and six. I'm, I'm trying to hold my own at 24-14, uh, 20, and off to a good start last night with my uh, two-unit bagger and LaVisca Chenault's uh, big night last night. So uh, off on the right foot, Wiz, and uh, I'm excited to hear what you have to say in this particular podcast. Yeah, to, to me, first of all, you, your LaVisca Chenault was one-on-one catch. It was over 40, like around 40 yards receiving, and he had a 50-yard catch. So that was a pretty good one where people followed that one, just watch that one. If they didn't uh, care about the game, turn it off and, uh, and have a good night's sleep uh, with that one. So that was, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, was tremendous yesterday, and uh, you know a lot, a lot of this. Sometimes you get good breaks, you get bad breaks, and uh, I just think the DJ Shark thing uh, just led to Mr. Schnall. You know, not only just for hitting that wager uh, as far as the prop that goes, but it led him having to uh, just a terrific overall fantasy game where he had become, in terms of the passing game. Uh, the absolute uh, focal points to the uh, Jags yesterday. Yeah, and on the flip side for you, if you think about kind of how the game ended, right, when when Mixon went off the field, how many carries does Samaj Perrine uh, have you know, finishing up the game? I, he had to have four or five carries at least on that last drive, correct? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing was that, you know, it, it, these things are usually made in the first quarter, and the Bengals, much to my surprise, just really went past happy at the start of the game, and uh, he got off to a slow start where I think he only had three carries in the first quarter, uh, and then it looked like the, it was still going to go over for his carries, but uh, look, that's that's football, and injuries are part of the game. It seems like I've had a couple of bad breaks with that with A.J. Brown last week, but overall the record's been excellent, and uh we're going to look to keep that going. So uh, do you want to start with the games or do you want to start with the player props? Yeah, let's start with the games. I think that's a trend that we've been doing. So uh, I, I have four games and two two double unit games, uh, Wiz. And uh, how many games do you have this week? I only have two and they're both games that I absolutely love. So uh, why don't we get my two out of the way and then you can start with uh, – and then you could go with your – games that you love so i love two games a week and the way i've been playing these things is there's always a game that the line does not quite look right to me and i've been three and old picking one game every week based on that and another game that i just like based on um how things are shaping up going into the week so the line that does not look right to me or is the game between the dolphins and the colts the Colts are 0-3. The Dolphins are 1-2. They played an unbelievable game at the Raiders last week, an overtime game. Now they come home, and they're only a two-point favorite in this game, not even a three-point favorite. That would make it a little bit more difficult for people to kind of like wager on the game, making it two. I'm not buying it. I'm playing the Indianapolis Colts plus two points against the Dolphins. Uh, I love that game. Uh, I'm going to keep rolling with these lines that I think are wrong for a two-unit play. And then my other game, last week I loved the Cleveland Browns over the Bears, and they won the game easy. This week, however, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. And people overreact to what they just saw the week before. And the Bears' offensive line is, is, is not good. And they got exploited by an elite defensive line and an elite pass rush. That's something that the Detroit Lions do not have. 
I think Chicago Bears, lane three, this is easy. I think their defense is going to be ferocious. They're going to get after the Lions. The Chicago Bears, if you look at them, right, the three games they played, the first game was against the Rams. They played a better game against the Rams than the Tampa Bay Bucks did. The next game, they beat Joe Burrow. That's the only game the Bengals have lost this year. And last week, it was just a terrible matchup against that Cleveland Browns pass rush. This week, it's going to be a different situation. I know the quarterback situation is in flux. I don't care about that. Bears minus three. Absolutely love it. Woof. Interesting. <laughs> very interesting. I, I, I think you're a very brave man after last week. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm going to go into my games. I'll do my – how about we start out with my two absolute loves, double unit games. And I was thoroughly impressed uh, on Monday night uh, against the Eagles. Carol, uh, the Cowboys, more than anything, their defense impressed the heck out of me. And I know that the Carolina Panthers are coming off that big win, uh, and they have plenty of rest coming into this game because they played on a Thursday night against Houston. But, I, you know, I think the Cowboys, with no McCaffrey and a, an upstart defense under Dan Quinn – I think this is going to be a tough game for the Carolina Panthers. I know they're 3-0. and You know I love the Panthers. I think they're going to the playoffs this year. But the Cowboys' only loss this year is to the Buccaneers in that opening night game. They're playing well. they got both running backs playing well. And like I said, the defense to me is the most impressive part of this. So at laying four and a half, I love the Cowboys this week. And there is no way, no how, that I am not betting on Tom Brady to go into Foxborough on Sunday night on national television and blast Bill Belichick and the Patriots into oblivion. Laying seven points, I was slightly skeptical of it, but you know what? It's Tom Brady. I don't bet against Tom Brady. I learned that the hard way very, very early on. I love the Buccaneers laying seven points in Foxborough. I know a lot of emotion is going to be going on in the stands and about this game, but I absolutely love Brady and the Buccaneers laying seven against the Patriots. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, you know, the the, the Cowboys one is is one that I think a lot of people are going to be, uh, uh, you know, on Carolina with the points. So I think you're against the grain. I, I like that one. Uh, I'm not, you know, playing that one, but I, I could definitely see where you're coming from. And the other one, yeah, that's going to be an emotional game and uh, seven points laying, you know, on the road against that Patriots defense. I think it all depends on the start of the game, but if the Bucks can um, – the, the Bucks' pass defense has got to be really hurting. So, uh, from a standpoint of, of of their pride, I think you know this game. They know what this mean game means to Brady. So, uh, we'll we'll have to see how that plays out. Interesting uh, that you're playing what is considered, you're wagering on what is going, what is considered by many people to be the most interesting and important regular season came in the history of the National Football League. So I'll get the other two that you love. All right. So, and they're not, they're not double unit bets like the other two, but these are the two games. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I, I absolutely think the Jets are going to cover that plus seven. They're going to make this very interesting for the Titans. The Titans are going to be without a lot of their key weapons. Obviously they're going to use Derrick Henry a lot in this particular ball game. Uh, everybody like, like the Jets, people have a, and, and 
sorry, like the Bears, like you brought up last week. I think people about giving up on the Jets and what they've seen, but I've just got a weird feeling about this game. So I'm going to take the Jets getting seven points in this particular ball game. And you know what? Until I'm proven wrong, until this team loses, and I we've talked about how this team looked in the preseason. Uh, I'm kind of a naysayer on the Baltimore Ravens this year. Uh, we have Lamar Jackson coming into this ball game a little bit banged up, but plus one Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos getting it at home against the Ravens. I'm taking the Broncos plus one against the Ravens, Wiz. Wow. Very, very good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I could, I, this is this is an interesting game. Uh, it's going to be a, a very important game for the Broncos to see if they could really turn this corner and throw themselves in the in the, in the ring as being um, uh, one of the real AFC contenders. So we'll see how these games uh, turn out. And uh, if if you have nothing further to talk about the sides or totals, uh, are you ready to get into player props? Yeah, I'm ready for player props, Wiz. So how many player props do you have this week? Uh, my player props this week, let me look at this carefully. I have me one, two that I absolutely love, and then several that I, you know, I'm going to consider one unit play. So why don't, why don't you start off with, since I went first with the games, why don't you start off with your player props? Okay, so I've talked about the Carolina game a little bit, and I've talked about the New England game a little bit, and I see the lines, uh, at least the last I looked, at Sam Donald and Mac Jones. Sam Donald's yardage was 268.5 yards. Uh, Mac Jones' yardage was 257.5 yards. I'm fading both of those players in these particular ball games. I highlighted what the Dallas Cowboy defense has looked like, and I'm very impressed. I think they're going to make life very difficult with a McCaffrey-less Carolina Panther team. I think they'll pay very close attention to DJ Moore. Hopefully Robbie Anderson can wake up from his little coma that he's in. But I'm going to fade uh, Sam Donald, 268.5. I think you're just going to have a tough time. I know the, the the Buccaneer defense hasn't kind of flashed their fire so far this year. they got a banged-up secondary. I think they, they will make life a little bit difficult, though, for Mac Jones. Uh, I, I'm going to trust with Todd Bowles in this particular ball game uh, at the quarterback position. Uh, at running back, Wiz, I have one player, and you know, you mentioned Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I, I love Naheem Hines in this game in yardage, rushed, and receiving. F- 52 and a half yards. I'm taking the over for Naheem Hines in this particular ball game. Uh, I was very impressed last week of what I saw in, in Khalif Raymond uh, with with no Tyrell Williams. He was the main wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Uh, 29 and a half yards. He got 10 targets last week. I don't think the Bears scare me that much with that secondary. I'm going to take the over with Raymond over 29 and a half yards. Um, a receiver that is going to get a lot of attention this particular week uh, because of the situation, if, especially if Kittle is not in this game. Uh, DJ uh, Debo Samuel, 70 and a half yards receiving. I'm taking the under on Debo Samuel, 70 and a half yards receiving. I think you'll see a lot of Jamal Adams uh, kind of in that part of the field where Samuel likes to operate in, and I think it'll be very difficult for Samuel to achieve that status. And you know what? I'm going to go back to this one. It's back to the New England game. Hunter Henry has been running a pass route on almost all of his appearances on the field. He's looking like the more stable guy amongst these two tight ends here. And over three and a half receptions, I think Mac Jones will be looking underneath a lot. So Hunter Henry, three and a half yards, three and a half catches in this game. I'm taking the over for Hunter Henry. So we've done this now for three weeks, and we've done a lot of player props, and there's been none that we've done opposite each other, and there's been none that we have 
like the same player prop until this week, and we like one of the same player props. So I have four that I like, and then two that I just absolutely love this week. So let's get to the four that I like, and let's start with the one that we have in common. Is In this type of game, I think Mac Jones' security blanket is going to be Hunter Henry, shorthanded Hunter Henry. This will be the type of game where I think the Patriots are going to have to throw. You cannot run the ball against Tampa Bay. I am with you. Out of all the player props that are there, we came up with the same one, um, similar, same one for Hunter Henry over three and a half receptions. Um, let's go to the next one. Calvin Ridley, six and a half receptions is the line on this game. Okay, let's look at the, the Washington football team who they played this year. Their first game was against the Chargers. Let's look at the receivers that run the same type of short to intermediary routes that intermediate routes that um, Calvin Ridley runs. Keenan Allen, week one, nine catches. Against the Giants, Sterling Shepard, nine catches. Week three, Cole Beasley, 11 catches. Calvin Ridley is going to catch probably closer to 10 passes than six passes. I love Calvin Ridley over six and a half. Um, that's the second one I like. Colt Komet, 24 and a half receiving yards. I love the Bears in this game. I think Colt Komet is going to be a big part of this uh, game. The Lions have just given up a ton of receptions and a ton of yards to their uh, opposing tight ends. And I think after Allen Robinson, this is the second safest guy to throw the ball to. So Colt Komet over 24 and a half yards. Um, receiving you can't run the ball against the saints it took 24 carries for christian mccaffrey to get 72 yards i'm going under saquon barkley 56 and a half yards rushing now we're going to get to two plays that i love one jonathan taylor over 69 and a half yards rushing let's analyze for a second what the miami defense has given up against the rush this year week one Damian Harris, 100 yards rushing. Week two, Devin Singletary, a team that doesn't even want to run the ball, 82 yards rushing. Week three, Peyton Barber, <laughs> over 100 yards rushing. 69 and a half yards rushing for Jonathan Taylor. That's an absolute joke. I know you took Hines with the rushing and receiving. To me, Jonathan Taylor is an absolute lock over 69 and a half rushing. And then my other one, I know people who have been listening to the podcast know what's coming. It's the road warrior time. It's Derrick Henry. I know the under and over rushing is 112 yards rushing. I don't care if it's 512 yards rushing. He's going over whatever the under and over is on rushing yards. It's 112 and a half right now. In over a year, the over has come in for every time the under and over on rushing yards for Derrick Henry for over the last year. Um, rushing, and I'm going over 112 and a half yards rushing to Derrick Henry when the Tennessee Titans play on the road. That's my um, 
lock along with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, look, I, I love the Taylor call. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned Hines combined yardage, uh, but Taylor, you know, with those statistics that you gave and the running backs that they've played against so far, it's almost ridiculous that's where the market is. So I think that's ridiculous, and I, I can't fight you on Henry either. I, I, I like all the picks, and, you know, we talked about the Giants against New Orleans. Uh, it'll, it'll be tough sledding for uh, Saquon Barkley in that one. So, uh, a good selection of picks, and, and very funny that out of the hundreds of prop bets that are available, you yeah. and I actually connected on the same one for the same reasons. Yeah, Hunter, yeah, I, I like I like the Hunter Henry one. I was looking at that one, and uh, yeah, I just think he has a much better connection at this point with Hunter Henry than he does with John o. Smith, and this will be the type of game where he's just going to have to throw the ball, one, because the Bucks are going to put up points, and two, you just can't run the ball against Tampa Bay. So uh, for all of those reasons mentioned, uh, Hunter Henry over three and a half looks pretty good to me. All right, Wiz, fantastic. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's uh, player props and game lines. Uh, I'll wish you a lot of luck. I'll be rooting for your guys. I'm sure you'll be doing the same. And, uh, again, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We're having a lot of fun with this, and we're also having a lot of success. So listen and play along with us. Uh, Wiz, you have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. It's going to be some stellar weather. And uh, look forward to catching up next week. Absolutely. You do the same.